so uh, here's the thing. I have now officially seen a Mac Studio. Nice. <laughs> I even touched it very briefly before they kicked me out of the Apple store. It's You know, browsing is not what it used to be at a retail store, let me tell you. Did they actually kick you out? Or they no, like, they didn't hear the maximum amount of time. No, oh, they didn't care. That'd be fun. It's just it, it, there was like somebody else came to look at it, and I was like, "You're the only other person yeah. on this floor of the Apple Store, and I don't want to be that close to you, and you're not wearing a mask, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna leave now." But I did have a chance not only to see and touch a Mac Studio, but they had an Apple Studio display with the adjustable height thing on it. So I got to play with that. That's what I got, baby. You too, right, James? You got the... No, you went the... Yeah. James is cheap. I spent my money on the disk space, not the height adjusting. Yeah. You can buy a lot of books for $400. Storage is cheap, James. Storage is... Come on. You could just hang a couple hard drives off that sucker. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I could. But, I mean, I've... I put my uh, Mac Studio display on top of the Mac Studio. Oh, so no. It's fine. Is that, is yeah. that recommended? Well, it, it fits exactly, and it feels very stable. So I kind of, like, th- there was nothing in the box that said, absolutely do not put on top of a Mac Studio. So. There wasn't, like, an Ikea-style instructions thing where a guy, like a, like a weird stick figure, is kind of looking at it and shaking his head and being like, mm-mm. I think they would actively say, don't do it, if you couldn't do it. That's my view. I think yeah. if it was a picture of somebody lying on the ground crushed by the studio display that had fallen off the top. It is quite uh, heavy. No, it's, it's it's a hefty. The, yeah. the Mac Studio is like, you could do serious damage. Oh, yeah. Somebody. No, they're, bo- they're both real sturdy. Like, it's a, uh, yeah. I don't think putting it on. It doesn't it wobble on, at all. Right. Well, so let's yeah. let's back up a step because look at these guys. You both have Mac Studios with uh, the new <laughs> displays. That was with, with, with the Ultras, uh, Oh, my God. Why? Uh, yeah. I guess you do actual work. <laughs> It is our actual job uses up lots of these calls. But like, so. all right, so it's not real yeah. talk then. <laughs> Just, I want real talk. We're about to get into something embarrassing, James, but yeah. <laughs> How fast do your tweets have to tweet yeah. is my question. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what, I mean, I assume it cuts down on times for things like when you're actually building an app, but does it like... Does it do other stuff? Does it really make that much of a difference? <laughs> do other stuff? I don't know about anything about computers. We're new to technology. Uh, you can see through my facade. So, like, for things that I do in my actual job day to day, it's twice as fast as my iMac Pro, like, for all the building and, and all that kind of stuff. So, the times that I'm sat twiddling my thumbs waiting for it to do something, I can twiddle half of those thumbs. Yeah. Whoa. Well, That's hold on. much harder to twiddle just one thumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, look at this single thumb twiddler over here. <laughs> but, it, I mean, could I have made do with, like, the max configuration? Probably. Oh, but yeah. You'd just be a plebe. Like, you know, who wants that? Yeah. No, I mean, like... Well, at that point, why not buy, like, an MVP, like a MacBook Pro with, like, a jazzed up you know, and then stick the studio display into it. That was my thinking, is if I'm going to get one of these things, I'm going to get the Ultra, because I'm dumb. Uh, well, because I think, Dan, you've got a good Conclusion point. Conclusion drawn. Yeah, I think you guys both have a good point. Is it overkill? Uh, yes, for me, at least. Is it awesome? But it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of cool. Um, so what I was laughing at, James, is, yeah, it is our work, but where I work, I'm not supposed to be compiling my stuff on on my private equipment. So while it is way, way faster, I am still sort of working on like a 
an older laptop. But in that sense, guys, it's, it's future proofing because if at some point you don't work there, now you do have a super fast computer. So there's a, honestly, <laughs> there's, is this how Guy finds out he's been laid off? <laughs> well, yeah, right after I drop a crap load of yeah, money. I've, I've been instructed to tell you that you're redundant. <laughs> wow, that's weird. Adobe's doing things in a whole new way right now. So long story short, I did compile a bunch of very, very giant applications on it, and it is remarkably, phenomenally faster. It is an amazing computer just in terms of compiling stuff. The particular configuration of the Macs with all of the GPU cores and and everything it can possibly do does not serve compilation speeds particularly directly. A lot of it, you know, if you're going to be doing video rendering or, you know, anything like that, or audio rendering, that kind of stuff, it is amazing. I... Got the Ultra because uh, the last desktop computer I got was a 2013 Mac Pro, and I used it until the day I got my Mac Studio. Same thing with an Apple Cinema Display that I got prior to that 2013 Mac Pro, like quite a bit prior, like for the old Mac Pro that I got. So I tend to keep these things for like a decade at least. So I, I rationalized it that way. James, how long? No, were you going to say how long did I have my iMac Pro? I was about to ask, yeah. I don't know, it's like four years or something. And that thing cost an awful lot of money. Mm-hmm. I mean, it cost more than the combo of the the Ultra Mac Studio and the right. display. So, yeah. But I also, I kind of want to have a, a, an Intel machine around for a while. So it's going to yeah. sit on my desk because <laughs> I want to test both of the things. As an example to the, the Mac Studio. <laughs> perform or else <laughs> just to shame it just to shame it yeah now i mean listen i i had a a, a government teacher in uh, high school which is why i'm so good at it and uh his the we learned absolutely nothing about government in that class truly like absolutely ab- the closest we got was he taught us a lecture on um how to tell when people are lying and used before uh bill clinton had admitted uh to his affair use his clip where he said that he did not have sexual relations with that woman miss lewinsky and he's blinking a thousand times like blinking a whole lot is a great clue that somebody's <laughs> lying but one of the things he taught us was that you should get a job you love i'm still working on that and that you should get uh, a great mattress because that's where you spend the vast majority of your life right and i think that getting is a, this an a mac no, I think oh, that getting God. a Mac that you... <laughs> I, was, I was just I was thinking to my this point. was the longest I was getting to my point. Uh, intro. Okay. Wait, wait, this, is it an ad read? Because I not. said right trying to, trying to help you out, trying to get some cash in your pocket. My but only point was this I'm, is a I'm, weird justifying, segue. I'm justifying your Mac purchases. Like, oh, you're going to be at your Mac right. all friggin' day. You should have the most powerful Mac you can buy. And I, I'm actually totally supportive. If you're going to be there all day and it's going to be like the thing that you get your livelihood from, like it should be as good as your mattress, which could be from any fucking company you want. <laughs> <laughs> I am not planning on sleeping on or with the Do Mac not Studio. use your Mac Studio as a mattress because that shit will hurt your back. It's, it's a good pillow. It's a pretty good pillow. Is it's it? better than my pillow. Is it? Zing. Get a new no, pillow, guy, because that's shit. <laughs> yeah, no, but Lex, you're totally right in it. Like, that's... That's my rationalization. And it's, I don't think it's a poor rationalization. Like, this is a thing that I use every day a lot. I, obviously, just with work stuff, it's not, I can't, I'll talk about that some other time. But it's, it is an investment in now and for like many years into the future. I don't plan on buying it. I, this is what I said the last time. I'm, it's the last desktop I'm going to buy because it's overpowered. And I kind of, I'm kind of feeling that. Like, I don't think I'm going to stretch this thing in for a while. Right. When you said that this is the last desktop I'm ever going to buy, I was like, have you got something to tell us? Um, well, yeah. I mean, now I, understand. I think it was more I mean, I'm getting older. Um, <laughs> that, that's the thing. 
But yeah, like the last one lasted 10 years. Let's say this one lasts 10 years. I'll be 57. You know, practically dead. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> A, no, not practically dead. You're dead. No, but also, uh, technology is going to have moved so much further in 10 years. Oh, we'll from now all be that, in the metaverse doing our compiles. Uh, from God, there. I really <laughs> hope not. Yeah. But if we are, I've got a powerful enough computer to do all kinds of. You know, if you attach some goggles to this thing, I promise you it'll do some crazy stuff. Any any so. kind of goggles. Welding goggles, uh, <laughs> hardware goggles, whatever. It'll right. blow you away, let me tell you. Now, here's the thing. This is the thing that came up. I was on Twit the other week, and uh, there were some... Unsurprisingly, there were some people who are critical of uh, Apple. What? <laughs> on a podcast? No. On a big network? Uh, but one of the things I was pointing out is, like, I mean, all these things, all the... Max that Apple has released and other devices that use the M1 variants. I mean, they're mostly all using cores that are basically the same, right? They're identical. Mm -hmm. It's just how many of them you have. And so it raises the question of like, I mean, in terms of sort of progression of where Apple is going, have they left themselves headroom? I mean, they they seem to make gains every year on the on the mobile chips at least, and one would assume that you know, the M2s would look similar to a progression from, like, you know, the A13 to the A14 or something like that. And then they just stack all those cores up and put them in all the different variations again. And, I mean, I know the graphics GPU stuff is is improved as well, but, like, I don't know. What is the, what does the future of that look like in terms of, you mentioned being feature-proof, but, like, you know, when an M2 Ultra comes down the pipe in the next year or two, is it going to blow the M1 Ultra out of the water or just basically be, like, yeah, it's, like, you know, 15-20% better than the M1 Ultra? I would like every new Mac that comes out for the rest of time to just totally demolish whatever came before. <laughs> Each one should render your previous one like just Pre- pure garbage in comparison. Physically, like it should just, yes. you put it down, it just also rolls that. over your old Mac. Yeah. I think <laughs> just a double size each time you get one. You- yeah, like a, like a monster truck rally. <laughs> I think James can speak to this too. Um, this is a like an architectural shift. It's like going from the old 68K to a PowerPC to Intel. Like, those kind of leaps are big. Uh, the next step, the M2, if there is an M2, whatever they call it, is what I mean. There's obviously going to be... They set themselves up with M1. If it's not an M2, I feel like they've yeah. really it's, let us on. It will. The, be, the next one's M0. <laughs> it, will be, it will be an incremental improvement above and beyond sort of where the M1 is. One of the big breakthroughs for the M1 chip... And I, I honestly, I feel like a little free to talk about this time because I worked at Apple a couple of years ago. What? And I'd, well, I knew a bunch of this roadmap, not for these in particular products, but for the way. My producer is saying something in my ear. It's very impolite. Right? <laughs> yeah, but for the way the chip design was going and uh, the, the pathways that they were taking. So I never wanted to talk about it because I actually kind of knew stuff that it was, you know. You figured you should just let the chips fall where they may. Uh, <laughs> I've missed you, Lex. Um, but so the, one of the big architectural breakthroughs in this is uh, the ability to flush like limited ranges of uh, cache. And that helps coordinate between a whole bunch of cores and specifically between the two max units in, in the Ultra. Uh, and that sort of scalability really means that they can leverage more and more cores uh, in order to achieve better sort of multi-threaded performance with minimal flushing of, of cache data, which means faster memory access, uh, locality of data is uh, preserved, and everything goes more fast. 
the thing is yeah. your software needs to be using all of those cores like if you so yeah and i, I will say that xcode will use all yeah. the cores yeah, xcode it doesn't a seem great to job com- it. yeah yeah and and anything that's that's going to be threaded does but then when you hit something that's single threaded right. you know your performance is uh not brilliant it's the same as an m1 existing stuff. i mean it's uh, yeah. yeah it doesn't really change yeah m1. which is nothing to laugh at no but, it's good you know, but it's yeah. not like amazing i mean I'm using an M1 right now, and it's just fine. No, I hear you guys crystal clear. clear. Too slow for you, Lex. Yeah. Too slow for you, Lex. I got an important question yeah. for James, which is how many bananas does it take to max out the M1 Ultra? <laughs> so uh, I did actually do this test. And you better apologize for this one. <laughs> so I did the testing on this earlier in the week, and I could get around uh, 32,000 uh, bananas rendering at 60 frames a second at 5K. And that was fine. I did mess up, yes, my GPU calculation, the bananas yeah, per second man. thing. And I had to do a notes apology. Oh, no. But <laughs> it's fine. Not good, man. That was fun. We had a good time. Like, that was, I was at an airport yesterday, and that was a fun way to just waste time cracking jokes. Glad with you. that I could entertain you <laughs> yeah. in an airport. Yeah. Do we need to have a little mediation for you two guys? Does somebody need to sell <laughs> No, no, no. We, we wanted good? to team up and make, yeah, we wanted to make an app called Sorry that would, you would dial in your I apology. Did like that. I thought that was fantastic. <laughs> you dial in your apology and the output would just be a PNG that looked like notes.app. Like you wouldn't even need to type it out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it would be like pop up. So you just like, it would yeah. just. Is it, is it, it like, looks like a, you're writing a heartfelt apology. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was say, is it like one of those things where it's like we fed sixteen thousand apologies into an AI, and here's what it generated? <laughs> well, I was so bored at the airport that I started getting like actually taking it a little bit seriously, and I suggested that we have an upsell where you can have a professional apologist come and write your apology for you. Well, speaking of upsells, <laughs> you guys, yeah, <laughs> there are some. We got to amazing... we got to play volleyball a lot more, Lex, because you know, bump it up and you can spike it down every time. <laughs> there are some amazing doctors out there. But really, the only ones who matter are the ones who actually take your insurance. With ZocDoc, uh, the Canadians can ignore this. With ZocDoc, you can focus on doctors who are in-network, putting you on the path to see the doctors who are right for you. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. You can read up on local doctors with verified patient reviews and see what other real humans have to say about their visits. So when you walk into that doctor's office, you're set up to see someone in your network who gets you. Go to ZocDoc.com, choose a time slot, and whether you want to see the doctor in person or do a video visit. And just like that, you're booked. Find the doctor that is right for you and book an appointment that works for your schedule. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc. In the chaotic world of healthcare, let ZocDoc be your trusted guide to finding a quality doctor. Listen, before you buy stuff online at your favorite online retailers... (laughs) you know my favorite, you look at the reviews and you can do the same thing with doctors. So if you want to make sure you're getting the absolute best option, that's why ZocDoc makes total sense. And uh, guess what? We've got a promo code for you. So go to ZocDoc.com slash rebound and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash rebound. That URL one more time, ZocDoc.com slash rebound. Our thanks to ZocDoc for their support of this show and our health, because, you know, they're connecting us with the best docs and Zocs. Uh, the problem is every time I go there, it's uh, ZocDoc uh, recommends Doc Ock, and that's a real problem for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say, I was trying to phone my own doctor this morning, and I literally had to phone 143 times to get oh it. What? So, <laughs> yes. That's a lot. Uh, too many, one would say. Yes, that was too many. So this service sounds 
Excellent. Oh, that's okay. time to break out the old war dialer, James, and, like, get your modem fired up. That's a lot of calling. I mean, I, w- I was literally just sitting there, like, hitting the hang up and redial button while doing other things. Was it a busy so, signal? Yeah, okay. it, it's a whole thing. Just, like, the whole NHS is crumbling currently because... Socialized healthcare, am I right? <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> well, <laughs> Help. specifically the UK being stupid. But, yeah, th- like, honestly... Nothing works perfectly all the time. Like what? Stinks That's not way. what I've been yeah. told. You take that back. <laughs> <laughs> Are we still in the advert? I, um, no, no, this is post-advert. But you know what? Yeah, these people can get in touch with you real quick. That sounds great. <laughs> We're living in a post-advert <laughs> society, took people. took the words right out of my mouth. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get up pretty early in the morning, Lex. I do. I know. No, way earlier I than do. I get up. <laughs> Do you know what my doctor recommends, though? 32,000 bananas. <laughs> just to, just for the potassium. I think if you ate you're, all that, yeah, I think there's a too much radio. You'd die, yeah. If you, yeah. yeah. Your, your potassium would be off the charts. Yeah, that's a super yeah. villain origin that's story a lethal sure. dose of bananas. Yeah. But just getting back to that, James, you weren't doing anything particularly fancy to optimize that many bananas, right? You were just like... No, I mean, yeah. it, it was just like I right. was using scene kit for a start, so it's, you know, not particularly threaded. Yeah. And I was just, I had a 1024 polygon banana, which is my standard banana. <laughs> Except no substitutes. I yep. was just seeing how many one I standard could banana. draw at once. Just because just yeah, there was ways to optimize drawing a whole bunch of crap at once. And, you're, oh, yeah, yeah. and you no, weren't doing this, it. This and you like, still got a crazy number, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah, this was like three and a half million, no, 33 something million polygons yeah. of bananas <laughs> and just spinning them. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, the thing I will say, because I was trying like to see what I could push this uh, studio to do, I was downloading lots of stuff and all the benchmarks and stuff out there, they're all terrible. And, and like most of them are still Intel code. And I was thinking, yeah, I should just actually write a banana benchmarking <laughs> yeah. tool and just check. <laughs> How yellow is your banana? How long is your banana? How ripe is your banana? <laughs> It's not benchmarking the bananas. It's All of those <laughs> questions are way too personal. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get back to the doctor. Um. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, um, so it seems like I'm not arguing, obviously, the point that M- the M1 Ultra is, is useful in various cases. I think I know a lot of people who I think bought it and didn't need it, but I understand the temptation to future proof yourself and just never have to worry about it again or at least not for you know yeah, not just for to be clear time. this is a rationalization yeah it's it's not a good rationalization yeah there's a chunk of me know. yeah there's a chunk of me that knows this is you know but yeah. I'd like another rationalization because the screen is split from the computer now at least i feel if i'm replacing one or other of them i'm not like just throwing away thousands of dollars exactly that's why i put my 400 bucks into the uh, tiltable display rather than the ssd that was going to be stuck in my mac well, so that's the interesting thing, because like I'm still, uh, you know, I'd still like to upgrade my iMac and replace it with something. But the right now, there isn't a great option for me. But I've heard there were some rumors this week, even that there might be a new Mac Mini showing up in the next couple months. And it's sort of. Yeah, yeah I think it was in the firmware. For yeah, the display. yeah. There was, was a, a model that was not previous. Yeah. What a world. They forgot about the display existing and accidentally screwed up some updates. And then somebody poked around and they found there was a new Mac Mini. That feels like a lot of shit that Apple really wish hadn't happened. <laughs> Between that There's and like accidentally leaking some power adapter that they haven't made yet on their <laughs> own support site. Oh, they're having they a leaked good a power work. adapter? Yeah, there was a thing where they... Yeah, it was it's just literally a... It's like a 35-watt power adapter with two USB-C ports on it, which... And, like, I oh, literally cool. saw somebody link to an article from... There's one guy at Forbes who was just a 
fucking idiot. And he wrote like, oh, no. Apple accidentally leaked massive upgrade to iPhones and iPads. I'm like, it's a fucking power <laughs> adapter. There's literally nothing less important. Anyway. Well, it's an interesting, <laughs> weird little product, right? Like, Well, I, is it something that comes with a new iPhone? Is it an accessory that they'll be selling? Yeah. Nobody I mean, really knows. Honestly, it feels like an accessory. I would, you know, if you got a MacBook and an iPad... Buy one of those and you're done, right? Yeah, pretty much. It looked like the little folding power adapters that we have in the UK where the pins fold out. Right, and it it has the, uh, it's using the gallium nitrate or whatever thing that that they, it charges faster and better, apparently. Well, you guys are the the, the two nerdiest hosts of this show. So (laughs) with me me and who? That's it. But so uh, we keep, we keep fielding questions from listeners about whether... People will ever be able ever be able to access the the chip on the new display in in fun ways. Like, would you ever be able to run something off that chip on the display? My hunch is no, that it's not set up that way. But I'm curious if you guys know more than we do. My guess, well, I know nothing, but my guess would be no, because everybody's saying all oh, this thing's running UI Kit or or like iOS, and I'm thinking, no, I doubt it's got all that stuff. It's going to be like the HomePod, you know, it, it's just got cut down bits of iOS low level core os stuff i can't see that it like that there's a whole you know os worth of being able to run stuff on it and like it would be pointless anyway because it doesn't have networking it doesn't have a touch screen so what are you going to do with it? i mean i can tell you how many bananas it renders <laughs> <laughs> i i think you guys were saying this last week and i agree with you there could be some way to get into it and- and hack, and hack it up. You were there last week. Maybe you don't listen while you're here. I oh, don't you don't listen while he's on it. That's for sure. Yeah, okay. um, <laughs> there may be some way to get in there and hack the chip, but uh, it will. It, there's no way this is going to be a usable thing for end users. Maybe some weird hacker people, but... I would like some hackers to go in and fix the camera. That would be nice. Well, I, yeah, you sure. know what? I that's going to come. The, that's going to get fixed. I used yeah. it in the store, and maybe it's tuned to look great in Apple stores, but it looked better than I thought it was going to. Oh, do you mean the coloring, or the because the I don't know the I issue just, is when you turn off center stage. I did turn off center. Yeah. No, it's not just yeah. that. Well, yeah, I mean, there are issues, too, but like, I mean, yeah. I was just you know, I opened up FaceTime and I opened up Photo Booth just to see what it looked like, and in both cases. It looked fine. What was weird about it was I was trying to figure out the whole crop thing because I saw when Jason turned it off on the video that he and I did, it definitely is... Been, I don't understand insane. why it did that. Yeah. But when I had it on the store, it was fine, and I realized, but I was standing. <laughs> Which, in retrospect... I, I, I did a head-to-head with my iMac Pro camera and uh, the, the Mac Studio... Oh, sorry, Studio Display camera, and the, the iMac Pro's got a 1080p camera, and it's much better. And looking at this one next to it, I was completely washed out. But like, I have like fill lights above my uh, computer. But James, when's the last time you were in the sun? I just want to make sure that it's. <laughs> well, that's why I have the lights. Okay. It's the only way I get like the vitamins. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it just it it it's a significant downgrade from the iMac Pro camera. But it, but the iMac um, Pro camera was weirdly like w- way better than every other camera. There was because up until the new MacBooks, it, there wasn't any other 1080p cameras in the entire lineup. Yeah, but th- like the iMac Pros four years ago, they so haven't improved camera technology that just, much. <laughs> well, I think they've improved it enough that you don't look completely washed out. Anyway, it's the, like if Gruber's birdies are correct, and it is just a software problem that's going to get fixed. We'll see. Uh, but that, that's the worst thing about the, the display. Yeah. I, I 100% believe that it could be tweaked and sought. Like, I am, my confidence level is extremely high. Just So Guy knows something is what we're saying. Yeah. 
<laughs> I, you know what? I swear to God, I don't actually know about this, but I know what the chip in there is capable of doing, and I know how you can like I work on Photoshop, so I'm pretty confident you can rebalance stuff it's pretty quickly. It's a 12-megapixel yeah. camera. I mean, it's not... It's not nothing, right? Like it's it's got the details and it's got the power enough to do it frame by frame. It, it just seems yeah. crazy that it's not already fixed. And I get the problems are difficult and they take time, but it's not cheap. It's an expensive thing, and it's one of its selling points. It's crazy to me to not have a fix. That is it. true, and that is right to be upset with. As a consumer, I would suggest that getting it right and testing it and and getting it in the field are more complicated. Speaking than, of the field, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to imagine. But spring is almost here. <laughs> we are so close to feeling that soft grass under our feet. But first, we need to get our lawns back. Thankfully, Sunday gets your, your lawn growing and helps to keep it healthy all season long. Sunday can help you grow a beautiful lawn without the guesswork or the nasty chemicals. Their custom plans include fertilizer and everything you need to easily care for your lawn. And with ingredients like seaweed, iron, and molasses, you can feel good with kids and pets being around. Assuming you like your kids and pets, which I do. All you have to do is visit GetSunday.com, put in your address, and their lawn analysis tool does the rest. They then use soil and climate data to create a personal nutrient plan delivered to your door when you need it. Just attach the ready-to-use pouch to a garden hose and spray. It takes fewer than 15 minutes, and best of all, this stuff really works. 100% true story. I got my latest Sunday delivery yesterday, and uh, when I saw the pox there, I was like, awesome. I was genuinely excited because it's <laughs> fun to use. You attach the thing to your hose, and you just go out and do the lawn. You feel like you're being all green-thumbed or whatever. Is that the word, green thumb? Yeah, that's it. So my yeah. lawn looks great, and I love those folks. Uh, and Sunday is offering our listeners 20% off. Full season plans start at just $129, and you can get 20% off at checkout when you visit GetSunday.com slash rebound. That's 20% off your custom plan at GetSunday.com slash rebound. Our thanks to Sunday for their support of this show and fields everywhere. Uh, so I agree. We should get all the things out in the field. I just need to say this. <laughs> so Sometimes, wait, wait, no, 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 no. I got an important question okay. because I feel like if you guys ever played the game Taboo, <laughs> yes. I feel yeah. like sometimes this podcast is taboo, except if you say one of the words on the cards, Lex just goes into an ad read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing. That, okay, that this is great. I'm glad we play off each other so well, because I was seriously enjoying Lex when you sort of felt like you were a little annoyed with me talking about the mattress, because I thought you were going to go into an ad read. <laughs> Who's to say? I mean, anything could set you off. <laughs> You're not wrong. I was just trying to work out if lawn was a euphemism for about the first half of it. <laughs> oh, That's a different product. Uh, no. So getting stuff out into the field requires a bunch of testing. Apparently they screwed Speaking up fields, signing. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently they screwed up iOS 15.4 signing, which is, I don't know, yeah. there was some like. That, that's why the recently. monitors wouldn't update. because Yeah. And so that's going to be a screw up. Obviously they kind of screwed up their QA the first time to get it out the door, which means they're being extra careful now and probably... There's going to be a hundred articles when this firmware comes out that says, and it's still not fixed if they haven't got it perfect. So Yeah, it better work and it didn't get tested right the first time. I imagine somebody's locked in an office. Well, actually, yeah, as of today or yesterday. I was going to say, see, that was my pivot into... Nice uh, Nice segue. (laughs) Well done. (laughs) Uh, yes. Yeah, we, we all agree it's stupid. Great. Moving on. 
Yes. <laughs> I mean, cer- certainly all the employees do. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, Amanda's at the office today, right now. I find it interesting yeah. uh, seeing the number of Apple employees who will openly post that they think this policy is stupid on Twitter. And it's like, we've moved on so much in the last 10 years. It's true. Yes. Nobody's worried that Steve Jobs is stalking the hallways with a baseball bat I think he probably is still stalking the hallways. Well, yeah. I mean, he's ghost anyways. That's- also, a lot of that was, well, Katie Cotton operating under the auspice of Steve Jobs is ire, ire. I don't feel know. like Steve Jobs would have ever tweeted though. Like I don't think he'd be on Twitter. No, no, no. I think he could have tweeted. No, no, no. God, no, he would. That. No, no. Only you know what? He would sign up once. He would tell Elon Musk to fuck off, and that would be it. And he would just get. He would get all of the Twitter likes. He certainly would buy ten percent of the company. <laughs> yeah, and then not be, and then whatever. It's so random. Like if you're going to spend that much money, have a basic plan. I think please. he didn't. What? Like they said, have you met this guy? He doesn't have a plan <laughs> yeah, about no, anything. No, no, I know that's what frustrates me. I think me. it yeah. was like the, I love the words, you know, background check thrown into the middle of the statement about why he wasn't taking a board position. It's like that's a yeah. very weird thing to say. Yeah, I mean, for all we know, he's under investigation by the SEC for any number of crazy things. I, right? I think so. the other thing was. If he was on the board, then he would have to like limit his tweets and yeah. he couldn't own right. more of the company and th- things like that. Well, the other thing that Lex brought up the other week, I forget which week, which I thought was very smart, was uh, the limitation to 14 point whatever it was. Right, Lex. exactly. Like, they, was, they were, yeah. I think that's part of James's yeah. point too, right? They were going to cap yeah. how much he could own. And like he already has a tweet reviewer from his company <laughs> that has to review everything he posts before he can tweet it imagine that job because it seems like that he has that whoever that is has to be available 24 that hours job that job is sitting on the beach drinking my ties because there's nothing you can do to stop the guy so you may you as know, well I just tried. use the- i told him not to do it he did it anyway <laughs> yeah just use the elon musk black card until you're fired because whatever it's pointless to try to i mean uh, that guy in. it's weird too because i saw a bunch of stuff also pointing out that like he'd probably he'd been basically buying stock since the beginning of the year and he just kept yeah. tweeting about the company too yeah. and it's like that's also kind of a red flag yeah, i mean there's so, I, so many things i am not like a, a legal uh, analyst but yeah no? it, what <laughs> but we you misrepresented yourself to us <laughs> i think it's just the if you're if you're talking about something that you own stock in well actually no wait a minute i own apple stock um mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. i'm sorry james has left the call and <laughs> bloop, bloop. No, but I, 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 no, he's, he's a, he is pretty much never acting in good faith, as far as I can tell. If we want to talk right, about yeah. good billionaires, there's one, and her name is Mackenzie. And that's, that's about the extent of the right. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. I, 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 I'm kind of jealous. She's great. Wow. She's great. I mean, so far, I mean, for all we know, she's. Bad you don't work for her. Yeah. <laughs> give it to her go the uh but I, what i part of what i'm so jealous about with her is that she's well besides the billions of dollars that she can you know have and give yeah. away but she gets described very very accurately as a philanthropist and i feel like that's the coolest title like i want to be a philanthropist yeah. like i want to be my professional philanthropist that seems awesome yeah yeah philandra doesn't yeah. have the same ring to it, <laughs> no that's uh, <laughs> but so um, we do have a few listener questions. That's their questions. Oh, I thought you were going to pivot into an ad read for like match.com. <laughs> this or something. Brought to you by Philander. Uh, what was that <laughs> site that turned out to be a giant scam? Uh, Groovy? I don't know. Gravy? It's like, yeah, the Twinder, the the uh, the Tinder swindler bought an ad read on uh, Rebound, and we're about to. <laughs> his, his check cleared, let me tell you. Um, so yeah. Jack Carlson wants to know why do Apple OSs have both photos and pictures folders? stupidity i don't know seems dumb i'm with you wait photos and picture folders yeah yeah where 
Where am I? Where am I? What am I thinking? What am I? <laughs> who am I? So, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> let's see. If what show is this? I, I've looked in my folder and I've got pictures and I've got no photos. I've got pictures. I don't have a photos folder. This question uh, is uh, bogus. Is it a pictures folder and a photos app? I, I just work I here. Understand. All right. We, okay. we reject the premise of the question. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, so it, honestly, quite possibly uh, you run an app that's part of your regular workflow and all of these things are under the home directory. Quite possibly it just adds a photos directory yeah, for like you. A, like a Picasa or a Google Photos or something? Yeah, exactly. could be Google Photos. Yeah. Uh, Apple apps tend to stick everything under the pictures directory, uh, including the photos library, which is there, and the camera roll, which I'm looking at right now. I, I've got three photos libraries in my folder. Both two called Damn, oh no, yeah. iPhoto library, photos library, and photo booth library. Your i your iPhoto yeah. library is generally all imported into photos the first time you're on photos. Yeah, so you probably yeah, don't but it would stick around as you. Well, this is why I uh, bought yeah, the, big, delete it. the big disk space because I yeah. don't care. Because you never delete anything. I see. Okay. Well, listener Kevin wants to know what Apple. That's why. Right, before you say that, sorry. One thing I just want to note: then the second thing in my photo library, directly after the photos library, is something called JamesThompson.png. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't remember what it was, but it's apparently a screenshot from a uh, Jackbox party game. (laughs) (laughs) So it's not even a picture of me. Okay. Oh, God, no. But you're mentioned in it. Well, you know, the only thing worse than uh, being talked about is not being talked about. (laughs) That's right. That's why Elon Musk loves this show. Listener Kevin wants to know, what Apple product you've purchased disappointed you the most? Ooh. Do you display camera? Is that a thing? (laughs) You know... This is not a popular answer, I don't think, but I was not a huge fan of my first iPod, which was, I think, the first one that had, like, the, the virtual wheel. Oh, really? I didn't... Oh, the virtual with the not three the one with the buttons, buttons up on the top. the top? No, not that one. That one's bad. Okay. The one after that. I just, I just didn't, like... Listen, okay. the iPod interface was better than any MP3 device that had come before it, but I had heard it hyped yeah. up so much that I expected it even better than it was. Like, it was still a clunky way to navigate your music. <laughs> and so I, 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 yeah. I wanted to love it more than I did. That's a great answer. I don't think I agree with it, but I totally get where you're coming from. I, yeah. The one that disappointed me the most, even though the, the, it was a good product, the, the original um, MacBook... The white plastic one, it just had so many problems. Like, that was the one where the top case would always crack. But every, like, and it was just yeah. so six months you get a new keyboard. It was great. I know. I just, but I, it, it was just so, I mean, I wanted to love it because it was the first Intel Mac I had, and it was a big improvement over my, I had replaced a iBook with it or something. And it was, you know, from a, from a tech standpoint, that was tough. I had a, a slew of, laptops from apple that were weird because i also had the the metal the one-off aluminum macbook when they got rid of firewire for like a year <laughs> and then oh, they yeah. brought it back and i was stuck with that for years <laughs> which was annoying so i don't know little little ones like that i think were probably my most disappointing i i think for me yeah. it was the first gen apple watch because it was a really neat idea but it was oh. so slow at running mm. apps and especially doing development on it it was just it, you know, you could see where they were going, but the processor just didn't match the ambition of what they were trying to do. I wore that. I wore that for so many years, like three, yeah, me too, right four up years. Until I got my and how many third-party apps did you run on it regularly? Zero. But yeah. ask me how many third-party apps I run on my current Apple Watch. Only Peacock. Maybe two. <laughs> only Peacock yeah. and Dice by Peacock. Yeah, I only Peacock. That's right. I don't. I I think I've got a rose-colored brain. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> only, only when I, only when I've been drinking too much. Sort of view of the past. I think I really wanted to convince myself that I loved my first MacBook Air, the one with the flippy little port. Yeah, oh the, yeah, the USB, like the very first one. I love that computer. It was awesome in so many very, very cool ways. I couldn't afford the SSD in it, so I still had the spinny disk. Yet. I was sitting outside on my my deck at the time in the sun, and it would just shut down. Like I couldn't; it was unusable. <laughs> and it, and I was like really bummed out because it was. I liked how light it was. You could just close it. Uh, I would feel free to just toss it on the couch, sort of thing. Felt what an iPad was. It felt like some of that, some of the nature uh, preceded it in the in the very first MacBook Air, uh, and yet it was real slow. And it would throttle down when it got even slightly hot. And in the summer, it would just basically stop working at times. I had a very similar, so, I had a PowerBook 5300, yeah. which if I compiled oh. anything, <laughs> it would shut down. And I had You're lucky it didn't catch fire, James. Well, I had to put it on top of uh, an air conditioning thing if I wanted to compile. <laughs> and I will say, admittedly, this was pre-production Apple hardware, so... Uh, okay. Who knows what it was doing? Whoa, look, look at this guy. Look at this guy. So you're, you're going to be fine just for talking about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, if we're talking about, yeah, disappointing pre-production hardware. Go on, tell yeah. us all the pre-production hardware. No, no, I'm not going to get shot. <laughs> I'm going to get hunted down. So we've got about five more of these. We're going to we're going to move to rapid oh, fire. Okay. All right. Oh, sorry. Okay, let's round. go. Lightning round. Uh, so this this one is just for me. Uh, listener Jay says during the holidays in December 2020, I made a snarky reply to one of Lex's holiday tweets. I meant it in jest, but he ended up blocking me on Twitter. I was now living without his witty <laughs> oh. jokes and sports tweets. I decided to make it up to him by becoming a Rebound Prime member in April 2021. It's now been a year. Will you unblock me, Lex? Your friend and hopeful Twitter follower at Jay Torres. So here's the absolute God's honest whoa. truth. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Jay Torres? T-O-R-R-E-S? That's the one. Is he... Have you clicked on the profile? Yeah. Is, is this, he... Is it, wait, hold on. Quick question. Is that a phishing attempt or... <laughs> no. So Jay Torres is a guy, the name of a guy that I used to work with at a secondhand bookstore slash comic store, Infinity Comics, years ago, like in the early 90s. And he is a really, really nice guy. So I, here's the thing. This guy... I think he probably is. And I think he, we are talking about the same guy because he's he's got various of us in common. So I was like, well, let me look and see what did Jay Torres tweet at me uh, that I would have chosen to block him. And he was muting me on a Christmas when I was tweeting Chinese food parodies, uh, but yeah. which is fine. I have no problem muting me. I have a problem telling me. But Jay, here's the thing. I was looking at all the tweets you've ever tweeted me. And there was one where I posted a photo of me and Dave Whiskus. And you said that Dave looked 10 years younger and I looked 10 years <laughs> older. So ask again <laughs> oh. April 2023 and we'll see if i'm over by then uh listener josh says are we wow. expecting okay this is th- i don't think this i take it back this can't be the same guy i'm thinking of because he's not that yeah uh, so, that cool. so, <laughs> i i did my homework though i came prepared on that one uh listener josh nice. says are we expecting apple to fix notifications in ios 16 focus that they introduced in ios 15 isn't that popular very few in my team in a tech company knew were bothered about it who you would think would be a good test audience. And my notifications still look like a never-ending list that I just do a dismiss all on. Timely, because Mark Gurman wrote a thing in his newsletter just this week saying that there's a big notifications overhaul coming in iOS 16. Yes, and then, we think yes. <laughs> yep, so 9to5Mac also posted that Focus is getting a bit of a revisit as well. So, yeah, I guess so. Good timing. Great question. I love when I'm able to answer things with some degree of confidence. And if you do it from other people's reporting, that's like that guy who was uh, all the news on Twitter this past week. For... <laughs> anyway, And it's also not my fault if I'm wrong. 
Okay, it's not the same Jay Torres as proven yeah, by. Yeah. Oh, the other Jay Torres, I'll follow him. Uh, I had the same. <laughs> uh, oh, Glenn writes, I had the same issue as Dan. That's Glenn with one end, not the other Glenn. I had the same issue as Dan, where my 1,200-watt microwave kept tripping the arc fault breaker. The AFCI breakers are required to be installed in new homes or remodels, but are easily tripped by motors or microwaves. As Dan tried mm-hmm. using the Minuteman MS110 surge suppressor, which normally goes for $12 on the amazon store it has reduced <laughs> nuisance trips from every single day to only once per month usually from the miniature size bags of popcorn my other option was to get a new microwave with lower wattage but this has allowed me to keep my big powerful microwave <laughs> i am intrigued and uh lex will forward that question to I me will. and i will i have literally I already pasted try it to thing you. out i thank you i appreciate that i you know it's funny i had a um a microwave I think was lower wattage, which worked fine, but it doesn't fit in like the spot in the cabinet it needs to go into. There's one that we brought from the apartment. So we had to get this one as a replacement. And I bought it because it was one of the better reviewed microwaves, although it seems like a lot of microwaves kind of suck these <laughs> days. So but I'm intrigued by this. And he's absolutely right with the description. That was the same explanation I was given is that the arc fault breakers are much more sensitive and microwaves trip them frequently. And the older uh, breakers that they used to use were much more resilient to these kind of things, but you can't get them installed anymore unless you find someone who's willing to be like, all right, fine, I'll install for you. My issue with some of the new breakers they require are that it used to be when you touched a light switch, the lights went on. And I find that with the newer breakers, you touch a light switch and there is just a, not, not a long time, not a second, not even like a half a second, but there is a beat before the lights come on and I hate it. So that's my complaint. About huh. that. Interesting. What, do you okay. know why? Like, is I there, don't know why. Is there like some kind thing. of logic in these? Does anybody I think it's because Lex has replaced all his light bulbs since the last time he did this test, and he's now got some uh, no, bulbs very, or very few smart I, I bulbs. Have, very few. Well, that's the thing. I have noticed that with some of my switches, but I thought it might be a function of the switches. I'll have to test other places in the house that have different switches and see. If it makes you all seem to have weird power over there. It works like, fine here. Most of my house is fine, but the basement, <laughs> which we did ourselves, and how to use the newer breakers. I, I, like, okay, I, can, can I just it. zoom in on the phrase "we did ourselves"? We paid people to do versus inheriting <laughs> right. okay. from the I just, I just wanted to check if you had wired it up yourself. Nope. Like I'll, I'll, I'll change a light switch. I'll change an outlet. But no, I did not. I did not wire. I have some work. I have some work yeah. for you if yeah. you don't mind. Uh, <laughs> nice just two I mean, there's questions. two things. There's two things I won't mess with, like plumbing or electricity. Even if I'm pretty sure I know what I'm doing. Uh, Ga- gas. The ramif- Well, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely gas. Anything that can potentially kill people or burn down my house or ruin it in some way. Uh, professional. Even if I'm pretty, I do electric yeah. by myself, but I'm with you on plumbing and gas. Yeah, sure. Uh, we, I just need to add. Uh, it's just, this is an update, real time follow up. I think that uh, surge protector thing is out of stock, so now we need to go find <laughs> yeah, another one. <laughs> just don't buy it from anywhere else. But the, Jesus yeah. Christ! But like the sixth thing down on this is a revolver. What? The fuck? <laughs> what? If you I can't search this on Amazon, and like six things down, it is a literally. Oh, it's a, it's a pellet gun, but it is a fucking revolver. Oh, I thought maybe people it was like who thinking... bought these bought a gun to shoot their microwave. Yeah, literally. Yeah, literally. Are you, like are you, how frustrated are you with your microwave? <laughs> Try these, or you know. Uh, listener Mahir says, without actively trying, how quickly would your tweets violate SEC guidelines? <laughs> uh, it depends what company uh, we were responsible in. If it were an Apple thing, pretty quick. If it were Disney, 
or Marvel, probably also fairly quick. I worked for years, as Dan knows well, at a company where I wasn't allowed to post anything political because the company covered news as well. And they didn't think that senior executives yeah. could write about anything related to the news. I don't have those rules, even though I work at a much larger company now. Like, I think I'm just not supposed to badmouth the place I work for. And that's about it. We can do that. I think it would be hard for me to violate SEC guidelines. I don't think I own enough stock and in it. Do they apply to me? I don't think so. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and Even finally, me, like, like we get we get emails that uh, both at Apple and where I'm at now uh, that are like uh, internal and confidential, do not forward. But it's uh, those are the, inevitably the ones that end up on everybody's website. Not not by me, but it would be hard for anybody not at an executive level to have any sort of real interest from the sec because you can't really move the stock just being a dummy <laughs> it's the story of my life <laughs> the last question i think we are the four people equipped to answer best e-man says i read somewhere that the macalope likes to cruise the boulevards in his el camino drag racing for oh sorry in his el camino drag racing for pink slips or for the lost woeful souls of android users if you could only have one car what car would that be <laughs> unicorns like the apple car don't count <laughs> Oh, if you could only have one car. I think, here's the thing. I love some of the old school cars, but I would want one retrofitted as an electric car. So Brother, you're the best, man. We got to get one I know, of those. Well, yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, like, yeah, I think Supernatural car answer, with an EV I was engine. about to say, it's, yeah. the, it's an Impala. <laughs> it's a 1967 Chevy Impala, but retrofitted with an electric vehicle. Uh, although it has to make the sounds. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. I'll take the Phil Coulson's car if it can actually fly. Oh, nice. Not, there's yeah. no unicorn cars specifically mentioned. I am very, very definitely wanting the 2024 Volkswagen ID.Buzz microbus. Oh, yeah, that looks cool. That does look the cool. The electric Volkswagen yeah. bus. That's the one that's I want. the Eurovan cool. sort of style yeah. rehash. There is an electric VW that's out now. I want to say the ID4. There's one that drives down my street most days because somebody's clearly commuting in it. And every time it goes past, I look at it and go, that's a nice looking car. <laughs> that's, that's a legit cool van. You should put that in the show notes if people don't know what that is. It was new to me and it looks cool. So Yeah, it's not out yet, but it's okay. coming. Yeah. Also, I can't drive. So like it's kind yeah, of... Yeah, also me neither. I don't drive. <laughs> it's totally relevant to me. So a self-driving one. Yeah, know. I'm not getting in one of those. <laughs> <laughs> 